Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. The poem that I'm going to read today is by Gwendolyn Brooks. She's an American poet who lived from 1917 to 2000. She won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry in 1950 for her collection Annie Allen, which made her the first African-American to receive the Pulitzer Prize. She received many, many honors. She was Poet Laureate of Illinois and the Poet Laureate, and in the 1980s was named Poet Laureate Consultant in Poetry for the Library of Congress. And she also was the first African-American woman to be uh, inducted into the American Academy of Arts and Letters. She received the Robert Frost Medal, the National Medal of the Arts, and, and many, many awards. She is certainly one of the most beloved of American poets from the, from the 20th century. The poem that I'm going to read today is called The Children of the Poor. It's a three-part poem. Uh, I'll read it. Uh, Maybe offer a few comments, but mainly I'll let the poem stand for itself, as I have been doing of the last week or so. And, uh, And then I'll read it again. So here's Gwendolyn Brooks, The Children of the Poor. One. People who have no children can be hard. Attain a mail of ice and insolence. Need not pause in the fire, and in no sense hesitate in the hurricane to guard. And when wide world is bitten and bewarred, they perish purely, waving their spirits hence without a trace of grace or of offense to laugh, or fail diffident, wonder-starred. While through a throttling dark we others hear the little lifting helplessness, the queer whimper whine, whose unridiculous lost softness softly makes a trap for us and makes a curse and makes a sugar of the malocclusions, the inconditions of love. Two. What shall I give my children who are poor, who are adjudged the least wise of the land, who are my sweetest lepers, who demand no velvet and no velvety velour, but who have begged me for a brisk contour, crying that they are quasi-contraband because unfinished, graven by a hand less than angelic, admirable or sure. My hand is stuffed with mode, design, device, but I lack access to my proper stone. And plenitude of plan shall not suffice, nor grief, nor love shall be enough alone to ratify my little halves who bear across an autumn breeze everywhere. 3. And shall I prime my children pray to pray? Mites come invade most frugal vestibles, spectred with crusts of penitence, renewals, and all hysterics arrogant for a day. Instruct yourselves, here is no devil to pay. Children, confine your lights in jellied rules, resemble graves, be metaphysical mules. Learn, Lord, will not distort nor leave the fray. Behind the scurryings of your neat motif I shall wait, if you wish. Revise the psalm, if that should frighten you. Sew up belief, if that should tear. Turn, singularly calm, at forehead and at fingers rather wise, holding the bandage ready for your eyes.
If you would like to take a look at this poem, you can find it at Poetry Foundation and other places online, but it came from her Pulitzer Prize winning collection, uh, Annie Allen, which uh, came out in 1949 and then, as I said, won the Pulitzer Prize in 1950. But one of the things that uh, when I read, especially this era of Gwendolyn Brooks, it makes me think of uh, the, the sprung rhythm of Gerard Manley Hopkins. Gwendolyn Brooks' poetry is very musical. Uh, and, and not surprisingly, um, she she received um, commendations. She was she was thought highly of by the likes of Langston Hughes, who of course was a key figure in the Harlem Renaissance. And her her work uh, um, displays the musicality that is at the heart of African American culture, uh, and, in, and in that sense, is really worth knowing and, and worth memorizing, worth worth saying out loud and. Um, but also at looking looking at. So I do recommend you, you look at this poem if you can. Um, spend some time with it. I find it a little bit difficult to read aloud at times. You know, I have to be really careful. Um, and, I, and I'm quite sure that I'm not giving it how she intended. So I, I really do recommend you go, go read it, um, spend some time with it, read it aloud, let the words, uh, you know, form in your mouth and... and um, create pictures by their forming, not just when I'm forming them, but I think it's, that's a unique experience. So I highly recommend you check out her work, um, from that perspective and just, just spend some time with the musicality of it. Here it is one more time. The children of the poor by Gwendolyn Brooks. One people who have no children can be hard, attain a male of ice and insolence. Need not pause in the fire, and in no sense hesitate in the hurricane to guard. And when wide world is bitten and beward, they perish purely, waving their spirits hence without a trace of grace or of offense to laugh or fail. Diffident, wonder-starred. While through a throttling dark we others hear the little lifting helplessness, the queer whimper whine whose unridiculous lost softness softly makes a trap for us and makes a curse and makes a sugar of the malocclusions, the inconditions of love. Two. What shall I give my children, who are poor, who are adjudged the least wise of the land, who are my sweetest lepers who demand no velvet and no velvety velour, but who have begged me for a brisk contour, crying that they are quasi-contraband because unfinished, graven by a hand less than angelic, admirable or sure. My hand is stuffed with mode, design, device, but I lack access to my proper stone. And plenitude of plan shall not suffice, nor grief nor love shall be enough alone to ratify my little halves who bear across an autumn freezing everywhere. 3. And shall I prime my children, pray, to pray? Mites come invade most frugal vestibules, spectered with crusts of penitence, renewals, and all hysterics arrogant for a day. Instruct yourselves, here is no devil to pay. Children, confine your lights in jellied rules, resemble graves, be metaphysical mules. Learn, Lord, will not distort nor leave the fray. 
Behind the scurryings of your neat motif, I shall wait if you wish. Revise the psalm if that should frighten you. Sew up belief if that should tear. Turn, singularly calm, at forehead and at fingers rather wise, holding the bandage ready for your eyes. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back tomorrow with another poem for you.